All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now a few clouds and 26 degrees. The Senate joined the House in passing legislation to fund the federal government for an extra week. It goes to President Biden for his signature. Negotiators now have more time to finish up on a full year spending package. Shutdown averted as the Senate votes 71 to 19 to keep the government funded through December 23rd. Lawmakers on both sides of the aisle say they're optimistic about the negotiations on now for the $1.7 trillion long-term spending package that would finance many government agencies for the current fiscal year. House Republicans had said they wanted to extend short-term spending into next year so they could have a bigger say in the budget when they get the majority in the new session. But GOP Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell has said passing this bill now is better than the alternatives. In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News. The operator of the Keystone Pipeline has reopened all of it except for a stretch in Kansas and northern Oklahoma. That includes the site of its rupture and spill. Canada-based TC Energy said in a statement Wednesday night that its system had restarted operations from Canada to southern Nebraska and from there to south-central Illinois. It also is operating the pipeline from northern Oklahoma to the Gulf Coast. The December 7th spill forced the company to shut down the Keystone system that dumped about 14,000 barrels of heavy crude oil into a Kansas creek in Washington County, about 150 miles northwest of Kansas City. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Police arrested a second suspect in a Wichita homicide after a standoff near Harry and Oliver. 31-year-old Saul Valenciana is a suspect in the death of 41-year-old Brent Boone, whose body was found earlier this month in Sumner County. Police say a Crime Stoppers tip led them to the suspect's vehicle near Harry and Bluffview. Officers gave chase, which ended with the vehicle hitting a power pole at Harry and Pinecrest. Officer Trevor Macy says the driver, who was not Valenciana, told officers where the suspect could be found. He is uh, uh, right now being transported to the investigations division where we'll do some more interviews, um, but we'll be here for some time. After a standoff at a house on South Parkwood, negotiators were able to get Valenciana to peacefully surrender. No injuries reported. An alleged accomplice in Boone's death, 19-year-old Atea Turner, has already made her first appearance and is being held on a $1 million bond for first-degree murder. AAA estimates nearly 113 million Americans will travel more than 50 miles from home during this holiday season. Sean Stewart of AAA Kansas tells KNSS News. In Kansas, uh, about 93% of people uh, traveling will be uh, driving to their destination. So it's a, it's a very heavily focused uh, on-the-road uh, sort of holiday. 
Uh, about 50,000 Kansans uh, will be uh, flying to their destinations this holiday season. This is expected to be the third busiest year for holiday travel since AAA began tracking in 2000. The Senate sends a massive military defense bill to President Biden's desk. The U.S. Senate passes the $858 billion National Defense Authorization Act with an overwhelming bipartisan majority. On this vote, the yeas are 83, the nays are 11. The bill authorizes a 4.6% pay increase for military service members, directs more funding and military aid for Ukraine and Taiwan, and would do away with the military's COVID-19 vaccine mandate a provision Republican lawmakers have pushed for. It passed the House in a 350 to 80 vote last week and heads to President Biden to sign into law just before the year-end deadline. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. Ten in the morning, KNSS. Six ten now. Ten minutes past six o'clock here on this Friday morning. Police in Arkansas City are investigating a report of sexual harassment. Police were called to the Arkansas City High School Thursday afternoon. They took statements from the people involved, but made no arrests. In a letter to parents, the administration said in part that they were made aware of the allegations regarding a staff member. The staff member has been suspended with pay pending the outcome of their internal and police investigations. A handful of people in Georgia are facing charges of domestic terrorism. The five suspects have been protesting the construction of a public safety training center that they call Cop City. Critics say the $90 million project in Atlanta will lead to urban warfare. They're also outraged by the number of trees that have to be cut down. For months, protesters have been camping out at the site and building platforms in the trees, Earlier this week, several of them threw rocks and bottles at first responders and police vehicles. Police say they also found gasoline and explosive devices. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. A small-town Iowa police chief has been indicted on federal charges that he abused his position to buy more than two dozen machine guns. Adair, Iowa police chief Brad Wendt is charged with making false statements to the ATF about whether the police department he leads wanted to buy the machine guns. Court documents say Wendt bought 10 machine guns for the police department and later sold them at a profit. Prosecutors say he also acquired 13 other machine guns for his gun store by falsely stating to the feds the police department wanted a demonstration of each of them. Went remains police chief for now. He could face up to 10 years in prison if convicted. Jim Osman, Fox News. Former President Donald Trump raised some eyebrows Thursday after making what he called a, quote, major announcement. Donald Trump teased followers on True Social, saying in part, America needs a superhero. Many were expecting further details to include something about his 2024 presidential bid. Instead, Trump unveiled digital trading cards featuring himself. Each card comes with an automatic chance to win amazing prizes like dinner with me. I don't know if that's an amazing prize. One card features a cartoon drawing of the 76-year-old decked out in red spandex blue boots with an American flag cape. The digital image and others can be yours for a cool $99 each. Tom Graham, Fox News. 
612 now, 12 minutes past 6 o'clock here on KNSS. Traffic. Well, so far this morning, we do have uh, one thing to watch out for in traffic. It's the ramp from uh, uh, central to northbound I-135 stalled out vehicle there. As uh, volumes are picking up now, you might start to see things slowing down around that. Traffic update from 98.7 to 1330 KNSS. Brought to you by Joe DeRava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Located downtown at Market and Waterman and online at carlstire.com. Your home for complete car care. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a mostly clear, chilly start to the day here in Wichita. A few clouds may drift in and sunny, breezy with a high 36 later on this afternoon. Clear overnight, tarlow 22. Sunny and not as cool on Saturday with a high near 40, 45 likely and dry on Sunday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a few clouds, 26 degrees. It's chilly out there. Then you get a north or west wind gusting to 23 miles per hour. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hi there. And it is cold out there this morning, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think it's any different than any other morning yeah. recently. Spin, spin. The wind didn't blow in very much. Yeah, and uh, I'm looking to go into Illusion Saturday night, and I was seeing that the uh, forecast for now is mm, calm, no wind. That'll be great. Hey, that's good. What but about is, that forecast for Christmas? Yeah. You seen that? No, I haven't. Did he just have that on? No, probably not. They've got it like high around 12, low uh. around negative 4. <laughs> It'll be really cold next weekend. Let's play golf. Uh, 613 now, Stephen 10. Today is Friday, December 16th, 2022. We had a sunny, windy day across central Kansas. Thursday, most high, Wichita's high temperature was 39 degrees. Normal high for the date is 46. And it was on this date in 1944. The World War II Battle of the Bulge began. Oh, my. As German forces launched a surprise attack against Allied forces through the Ardennes Forest in Belgium and Luxembourg. The Allies were eventually able to turn the Germans back, but uh, it took some doing. And one of the famous sites uh, during that uh, battle, Bastogne. When I was there, my wife and I were there to visit my son in Germany several years ago. We made a point to go to Bastogne and see their their museum there. That's the place where the General McAuliffe told told the Germans to go fly a kite. Not in those words, but... uh, uh, an interesting place. Battle of the Bulge. Last gas for the Nazis as uh, Hitler wanted to try to break out, and he darn near, darn near got it done. Two men who went missing in the Atlantic Ocean for 10 days after a storm hit their sailboat Ugh. off North Carolina thanked the crew of the tanker that rescued them and said they were lucky to have survived. Rescued sailor Kevin Hyde said that by some bizarre chance, a crew member of the Silver Muna happened to spot the sailboat off the coast of Delaware Tuesday. Hyde, uh, Joe, Hyde, Joe DiTomaso, and a pet dog were sailing from New Jersey to Florida when the men lost contact with their families on December 3rd off the North Carolina's Outer Banks. Then were brought ashore in New York City Wednesday. Apparently they drifted a while. But hey, that's a nightmare. <laughs> I'd sure want to be out floating around with no contact. Yeah, lucky they were spotted. Somebody spotted them. Swedish media are reporting that four chimpanzees that escaped from their enclosure in a zoo have been captured and euthanized. Oh, oh. A press spokeswoman for the zoo told the Expressen Daily that the animals had to be euthanized because there was not enough tranquilizer for all of them. She said the chimpanzees are strong and dangerous animals 
and the zoo's main focus is that no human gets hurt. Oh, wow. Swedish radio reported that a fifth chimpanzee is believed to have left its enclosure, though where no other inmate, uh, where there were no other immediate details, unclear how the mammals escaped. Yeah. Chimpanzees, obviously an intelligent animal. I don't understand the reason they were euthanized. I don't either. It, it just that sounds like a lame excuse to me. Maybe they just don't, didn't know. Hey, they're zoo people. They know how to deal with these things, right? They should, anyway. 616, Stephen Head in the morning here on KNSS. And coming up to oh, today, I'm going to be at the Taco Bell at 21st. And no, 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 I beg you, Kellogg and Greenwich out here on the east side. Kellogg and Greenwich the noon, in the noon hour. Noon hour, yeah. $98 in cash to give away to some lucky person who is in the coming through the drive through And uh, it's part of the Taco Bell Christmas cash giveaway we've been doing. And we're doing one today. Again, that is at uh, Kellogg and Greenwich. 617 now, Stephen Ted of the Morning here on KNSS. Go ahead and let's do leadoff sports now with Ted Woodward. Ted. And, of course, we'll look at the Kansas City Chiefs coming up on Sunday afternoon. It's the final stretch of a three-game road swing for the Chiefs, three straight weeks on the road. Chiefs are going down to Houston to take on the bottom team in the NFL, the Houston Texans. KC with a record of 10-3, and three, Houston at 1-11-1. If the Chiefs win, they'll clinch their seventh straight division title in the AFC West. FanDuel has the Chiefs as a two-touchdown favorite going into this one. Wow. And it's expected to be the highest-scoring game in the NFL this weekend, according to FanDuel. Mitch Holtis will have live coverage of the Chiefs game coming up at 11 a.m. Sunday morning. The game will kick off at noon on Sunday. Of course, you can listen to the Chiefs live on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. And, of course, less than two hours from now, we'll be having our live Friday morning discussion with Mitch Holtis at about 8.10 this morning right here on KNSS. Make sure you're here for that. Always a great segment every Friday morning with Mitch. We've got college men's basketball tomorrow night downtown for Wichita State. As the Shockers are hosting Oklahoma State, it's the annual game at Intrust Bank Arena downtown. The Shockers have won three of their last four against the Pokes. Both teams come in with the exact same record, 6-4 and four on the season. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl will begin their pregame coverage at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. The game will tip off at 8 o'clock tomorrow night at Intrust Bank Arena. Listen live to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. Big game for KU coming up tomorrow morning in Lawrence. It's sixth-ranked Kansas hosting 14th-ranked Indiana as Indiana is making only its fourth-ever visit into Lawrence. Indiana is 8-2. The Jayhawks are 9-1. Live pregame coverage for the Jayhawks at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. The game will tip off at 11 o'clock tomorrow. You can listen live to the Jayhawks on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. K-State is also in action. The K-State men tomorrow night taking on Nebraska, former conference foes. K-State and Nebraska. That'll tip off at 6 o'clock tomorrow night, and that game is being played in Kansas City, Missouri at the T-Mobile Center in downtown Kansas City. Wildcats, of course, are 9-1 and one on the season under their new head coach, Jerome Tang. K-State has, beat, has beaten Nebraska in their last six meetings against each other. College women's basketball action tonight for Wichita State. Shocker ladies are at home at Coke Arena, where they have not lost a game yet this season. Shocker women hosting Southern. That game will tip off at 6 o'clock tonight at Coke Arena. The Shocker women are 8-2 and two heading into this one. NBA basketball last night. The Phoenix Suns were on the road, and they win in Los Angeles, beat the Clippers 111-95. 
Coming off the bench for the Suns, former Wichita State Shocker Landry Shamit had six points and four assists as Phoenix snapped a five-game losing skid. Phoenix still the number four spot right now in the Western Conference. In NFL football last night on Thursday Night Football, a game you heard right here. I'm sorry, you heard it last night over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. The San Francisco 49ers win on the road in Seattle, beat the Seahawks 21-13. The 49ers have won seven games in a row. Mm. They are red hot. Getting some playing time off the bench for the 49ers. Defensive lineman Jordan Willis out of Kansas State. He got in for 27 snaps last night. Uh, the 49ers with the win, they're already in the playoffs. They're division champs already. They are 5-0 and so far against their division rivals. And that's why they've won the division already. There's only two other teams in the entire NFL that haven't lost a division game yet. 49ers are one of them, of course. The other two are the Baltimore Ravens and Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs haven't lost a division game yet either. So there you go. The 49ers win last night. Seven-game winning streak for San Fran. And that is sports with Stephen Ted. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Kids are getting too much caffeine, says the Oh, doctor. boy. Too much caffeine. All hyped up. Yeah. That's coming up, Stephen Ted, in the morning. When here. is he going to do a report on Steve McIntosh as Having too much, too caffeine. much caffeine? Yeah, back next week. I said <laughs> Dr. Gupta. Coming up, Stephen Ted, in the morning here on KNSS. Nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntyre, Ted Woodward. 6.30 on this Friday morning and 26 degrees. A trial for former Kansas State Representative Michael Capps is underway in Wichita. Capps was indicted on 18 federal charges, accusing him of making false statements to receive financial aid during the pandemic. Before resting their case Thursday, prosecutors called on an FBI agent who testified that Capps overstated income figures on loan applications and did not have proof of employees. The defense is now presenting its case. Sedgwick County Republicans have nominated Chase Blasey to take over the Kansas Senate seat vacated by Gene Sullentrop, who is stepping down on January 2nd. Blasey says his major focus will be on education. As a father with two young children, you know, I think it's so important right now that Kansans, Kansas children have access to a high-quality education despite their zip code. And I want to ensure that parents are in control of what is being taught in their child's classroom. When he is sworn in on January 9th, the 28-year-old Blasey will be the youngest state senator in Kansas. Five Louisiana law enforcement officers are facing charges ranging from negligent homicide to malfeasance in connection with the deadly 2019 arrest of black motorist uh, Ronald Green. Police had said 49-year-old Ronald Green died in a car crash at the end of a high-speed chase near Monroe in northeastern Louisiana. But his family and an ER doctor questioned that after they saw Green's battered body. Associated Press did an investigation and found evidence of a cover-up. They obtained police body cam footage that showed state troopers swarming Green's car and white officers were seen beating, stunning and dragging Green by ankle shackles. Now five officers have been charged by a state grand jury and the Justice Department is conducting a review of state police. Jill Nato, Fox News. Another state bans the sale of some animals in pet stores. 
Beginning in 2024, New York will no longer allow the sale of cats, dogs and rabbits in pet stores in what supporters say is an attempt to target commercial breeding operations they call puppy mills. The law will allow pet shops to work instead with shelters to offer rescued or abandoned animals. It will also ban breeders from selling more than nine animals in a year. Pet stores have argued the new law will do nothing to shut down out-of-state breeders or increase standards of care and could result in the closure of stores. California enacted a similar law in 2017, becoming the first state to ban such sales. In New York, Lee Silicera, Fox News. AAA is estimating nearly 113 million Americans will travel more than 50 miles from home during this holiday season. Sean Stewart of AAA Kansas tells KNSS News about 93% of holiday travelers in Kansas will be driving to their destinations. AAA roadside service crews, we're projecting, um, you know, more than 3,000 uh, calls for assistance during the holiday period. Um, a lot of uh, towing uh, requests. Batteries and tires are the two specific uh, types of uh, problems that we see the most during this period. This is expected to be the third busiest year for holiday travel since AAA began tracking in 2000. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. It is a chilly start to the day here in south-central Kansas. We can expect breezy conditions today, reaching 30 by noontime, 36 for the high later on this afternoon. Clear overnight, tarlow 22. Sunny on Saturday with a high near 40, and we may reach 45 degrees on Sunday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now a few clouds and 26 degrees, and we have a west wind gusting to 23 miles per hour. 634, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Ted's been out a couple of days back in this morning. Battling that voice a little bit, aren't you? Battling my voice. Well, yeah. Stay with been us. a rough uh, couple days. Stay with us as long as you can this morning. Well, I <laughs> I know it doesn't sound very good even right now, but it's the best it's been since Monday. Oh, really? Well, I've got to tell you. There was a time, Shelly and I were talking about this, uh, there was a time for several years that I, I was in a pattern uh, personally where just about this time or maybe a week before this on the calendar, like mid-December, I would go into laryngitis yeah. and have it for a couple of days. And, you know, and never got it explained whether it was an allergy or what it was, but at the same time all the time, a couple of years, you know, we did the, uh, the radio show that we did down, uh, downtown. Um, what do we call that? The radio of the Christmas there. radio Christmas hour. Radio. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple of times I almost couldn't make it. I, I maybe missed one. I think somebody filled in for me. But the last couple of years, I haven't had that problem. I hope you're not inheriting that from me. But No, I did a deal where, like, for 10 or 20 years, I would get it, like, every late February. Late February. I would have a yeah. problem. And then uh, it started to kind of go away. And now it seems like it's come back and it's random. Oh, boy. All right. Well, well, I mean, I was out two days in the third week of October with this, and now it happened. To, I've never had it happen twice in this short of time, so I'm concerned. I forgot about October. Yeah, mm-hmm. I missed like a couple days in late October, and now I miss a couple days here in late December. I, well, concerns me a little bit, but I hope uh, maybe I can get it out of the way here. That you get some a nice clear good, run. Yeah, you know, you're going to be at the. Uh, you're going to do interest bank arenas, PA. Well, yeah, that's what I'm concerned tomorrow about. Night. I got to be. Yeah. I got to be ready to go tomorrow night at eight o'clock. Okay. Uh, again, today is December 16th. We're halfway through uh, the month of December, nine days until Christmas. Ha ha! On this date in 1773, the Boston Tea Party took place as American colonists boarded a British ship and dumped more than 300 chests of tea into Boston Harbor to protest tea taxes. 
the Boston Tea Party. Okay. So think about this. It's in Boston. Mid mid December mid December. Mm. And these guys are dressed up supposedly as, as Indians. As Indians. They? Yeah. They they had to be freezing. <laughs> well. And it leads me to believe that some stimulants might be involved uh, with this uh, really? caper that they were doing. They they may have started out at a pub and decided, let's go do some tea dumping. Because you always think Boston Tea Party. They probably did it in the summer. Nope, they did it, <laughs> nope, right did it in de- December in Boston Harbor. Oh boy. It must have been freezing. <laughs> some of the some of those Patriots, what are you going to do? <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles lineman Jason Kelsey, Jordan Malata, and Lane Johnson have released a Christmas album. The players on the team with the best record in the NFL have made a season already pretty jolly in Philly, a bit more sweet-sounding with the release of a Philly special Christmas. Proceeds from this record will benefit Children's Crisis Treatment Center, so it's for a good cause, and some other charities. They're in Philadelphia. The Eagles uh, teamed with Warren Drugs drummer Charlie Hall and other musicians to record the seven-song LP. White Christmas and Blue Christmas are among the uh, tracks recorded by the Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> Not the yeah. Eagles, but the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, now, that's, is that uh, Travis Kelsey's brother? Yeah. Jason? That's his, that's his brother. He's a, he's a pretty good player, too, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. So, uh, so they got the, the Christmas album. I wonder if the... The Chiefs are going to do a Christmas album. We'll ask Mitch. You can have Mitch. Mitch, he could be the lead singer on the Chiefs Christmas album. All right. By the way, Mitch Holtis will be with us again about uh, 8.15 this morning here. It's Friday morning. We do a lot of fun stuff on Fridays, and Mitch is part of it. And we'll talk with him in just a couple of hours here. 6.37, Steve and Ted. Time for the KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. Thursday was another session of negative closes for our entire cattle complex. Live cattle and feeder cattle futures had three or four session lows. The Dow traded at its lowest level the past five weeks as it was down over 900 points during the trading session, and this did not help our cattle complex either. Cash cattle trade developed yesterday with Kansas 50 cents lower than last week, Nebraska a dollar higher, and it looks like a small volume once again. The weekly average steer carcass, nine. 925 pounds, heifers at 850 pounds, and the lean hogs continued to slide lower yesterday and close with triple-digit losses. On the close, February live cattle, 85 cents lower, 154.85. January, March feeder cattle, 77 cents lower, 184.67. In February, lean hogs at $1.75, lowered 81.65. Now, corn future open interest continues to decline. As of Wednesday, it was now the lowest we'd seen since December of 2013. Now, Thursday's weekly export sales for corn and beans were good. Brazil's soybean prospects are still great, and they're still concerned over increased COVID cases in China. This weighed on the soybean futures yesterday, while the corn and the wheat closed positive. At the moment, we're looking at March Kansas City wheat, three quarters of a penny higher, 861 and a quarter. March corn down a penny at 652 and a half, and March soybeans down four cents at 1472 and three quarters. January crude oil is $1.81 lower this morning at 74.30. February gold $6.20 higher at $1,794. The March S&P 42 points lower at 3,885 and a quarter. March dollar index 7 cents lower at $104.13. And March Dow Jones futures continuing to slide 350 points lower at $33,000. 
2088. For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. The Dow took, what, how many, about a four or 500 point blast yesterday, didn't it? 764 points yesterday. 764. It looks like we're still going down, huh? Yeah, and I think from Tuesday's high to yesterday's low, we dropped like over 1,500 points. Hmm. Every time I hear that, you know, that uh, just adds a few more weeks to me staying on the air here for the, you know, so the 401k will be there. Just, just, <laughs> hey, we, we might have to keep you around for several like more a, years. Like a stay, stay of execution, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, uh, this is that time of the year in the, in the weather out there. It's, just, it's when I'm. It's frightful. When, I, when the weather is right, when I think. You know the things that I'm glad I'm not, okay? I'm glad I'm not a firefighter today or a, or a dairy farmer. Those are the two things I'm glad I'm not today, right? I tell you what, anybody that's got to work outside is a job you probably wouldn't want today because it's not going to be fun. It wasn't fun yesterday with the cold temperatures and the high winds, but it's one of those things. Those people love their jobs or they wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Did uh, Patty order you to go out and rake the leaves? Uh, we already had that done before, you know, all this cold set in, and then the wind's been blowing everything else by us. Oh, okay. Nice. Really? Okay. You got up a windbreak there, maybe a hedgerow on each side of your property or something to block, block it off, huh? No, we don't really have that. It's pretty much straight through, and uh, the wind pretty much blows everything straight through. Okay. Well, thank good. Very good. All right, uh, uh, Ted. Yeah, was, let those leaves go to Greenwood County. We don't. Yeah, Ted was saying that. That's the, right. It's Christmas forecast. Christmas Day forecast is going to be like 10 degrees, so uh, good luck. They're even talking it might be a white Christmas, too. Ooh, white Christmas. I don't remember the last one we had. Do you, Ted? It's been a while. I think I was about 11 years old the last time. It's been a long time. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tom. Check with you on Monday morning. Have a great weekend here. 641 now. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Why is shipping your gifts so expensive? Ah, that's, that's a good question. You know who we should ask that? Don Grant. Don Grant will tell us the answer. The Money Tracker. He's on the way. Stephen's head in the morning here on KNSS. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ready? Come on, Don. Had a very shiny nose. 
<laughs> Let Burl Ives do it. There the Don Grant Singers. <laughs> 646 now, Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Three big things. Three. AAA predicts nearly 113 million Americans will travel over the holidays. 50,000 Kansans will fly to their destinations. Two. Operator reopens most of the Keystone Pipeline after a spill pollutes a creek in northeast Kansas. One. Senate approves stopgap spending measure to avoid government shutdown. A few more days to nail down a full year spending package. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Gasoline prices in the Wichita area this morning. Uh, the high end, two eighty nine a gallon still at the high end. But there's plenty of places out there with much lower gasoline prices. Best I'm seeing, still around two sixty nine. Spotted that near Meridian and Grand and Hayesville. Traffic update from 98.7 at 13.30 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny, breezy, and cool today with a high of 37 degrees. Clear and cold tonight, the overnight low 20. Saturday sunny, tomorrow's high 40 degrees. Now, few clouds, 26 degrees, a west wind gusting to 23 miles per hour. Shop local this holiday season for the whiskey lover in your life. Gift cards, apparel, and glassware available for all of your gift-giving needs at the Monarch, 579 West Douglas in historic Delano. On Wall Street Thursday, the worst day in three months. A major sell-off on Wall Street as all three major averages turn negative for the week. The Dow off 764 points, the S&P 500 down 99, the Nasdaq off by 360. Investor concerns over the Fed signal that it will continue to raise interest rates spiking as retail sales came in below expectations for November, down six-tenths of a percent. Worries are building that the Fed's aggressive rate hikes will throw the economy into recession. The Bank of England and the European Central Bank raising rates today. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. Why is shipping your gifts so expensive? Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker here with the answer. Good well, morning. you know, we we have not a, the the most topical subjects here. Oh yeah, you know, we we we're don't right we in don't, there. We're not a slouch when it comes to any of no, that kidding. stuff. But you know, yeah. well, you know, our, my family does a secret Santa thing. I don't know if you guys do that. There's just too many people anymore to buy something for everybody. You know, so we pick names from a hat and buy for that person. My daughter wanted to have a a gift that she purchased for my brother, sent to her. First of all, she bought it online. Then she would wrap it and send it off to Bob. Well, I suggested she just have the store ship it directly to Bob because of the outrageous cost of shipping. That seems impersonal to not send it yourself and wrap it yourself, but you know what? It's how we roll these days. I don't get it. Many online vendors have no no line item, at least, in the bill for shipping. As you probably know, free shipping really isn't free, and the vendors that charge for shipping will charge Less if they were, uh, you know, to go if we were to go to UPS or the post office and send it ourselves. But how does that work? The growth of e-commerce has been explosive. It hasn't overtaken overtaken bricks and mortar shopping yet, but there may be a time when it does. Partially because of the pandemic, the global e-commerce market grew by 44 percent from 2019 to 2020. That's a that's about 35 percent faster than than what high growth markets generally expect. Amazon, of course, and other online retailers have a tremendous advantage to negotiate rock-bottom shipping costs. 
the volume of shipping is enough to employ a fleet of third-party shippers. And it has dramatically increased business for the U.S. Post Office, UPS, and FedEx. Competition for these contracts brings the price down. Manufacturers that sell through Amazon will cut their profits to be a part of the Amazon system. They will often pick up a portion of the shipping costs just to be on the Amazon platform. In Amazon's case, most online shoppers pay for Amazon Prime. That's a a couple hundred bucks a year that helps mitigate, once again, the price of shipping. So when you go to the post office to ship your three packages a year, you're going to pay the real cost of shipping, which can be two to three times the high-volume negotiated price that online retailers will pay. And, of course, if you have any questions, uh, give me a call, number 63. Uh, uh, that's the old number. Yeah, new Got number. The, new you number. see, it just was so rote. It's uh, yeah. 267-0600. Oh, call hey, me, Doc. 267-0600. Very, very good. Of course, we've got, uh, what, uh, 10 days till Christmas here. And uh, I, I want to know what you think of my snake. Uh, so. Nice snake. Huh? Yeah, yeah. That's the tackiest piece of dust collecting uh, that I've ever seen. <laughs> It's a small statue uh, of a coiled rattlesnake, and on the base it says, Don't Tread on Me. Yeah. I picked this up at Matfield Green on the Turnpike, where they have a curio shop that rivals Cracker Barrel. Oh, wow. And I hope you got some cinnamon rolls while you are at it. Uh, I brought this back so we could have this in our gag gift exchange yesterday here at the radio station. And uh, (laughs) sure enough, Jerry Short opened the package, and there it was, mine. So I traded back so I could have this little curio. Was it so you could have it or because all the other gifts were actually kind of nice and you feel like an idiot because you gave a a horrid gift? No, I don't. I don't. uh, I don't have. (laughs) I don't have those kind of feelings for others at all. Uh, No. Anyway, we got that's not the story you told us. before. The don't tread on me thing. It says back in 1751, Benjamin Franklin designed and published America's first political cartoon, a cartoon called Join or Die. It featured a generic snake cut into 13 parts. You've seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. This is called the Gadsden flag, or the Gadsden flag is what this is all about. And uh, I'm not, it goes for, go on on here about who did it. Uh, Anyway, there's a lot of history behind it from the Revolutionary War. So what specifically does it stand for? I mean, if you you fly that flag, that means government keep off my back? This, yeah, it's it's, it's a little bit like uh, the Macintosh motto from Scotland. (laughs) Which Uh, is, eat, uh, eat, drink, and be merry. Touch not, but the glove. In okay. other words, you better have a glove on if you touch us, because we're going to clobber you. Okay. Wow. So there you go. Violent, it's just Steve. a little, a little warning, you know. Don't mess with me. Don't tread on me. Really, you guys don't know about this, huh? Okay. Okay. That's the meaning of that. Uh, Ted is silent. Ted, Ted, oh, I know about it. Ted's yeah. not giving a. He doesn't really. <clears throat> I don't know how much uh, he likes art, but that's that's some good art, right there. Boy, isn't it? Yeah. That evokes mm. a lot of emotion from me. Okay, today is National Underdog Day, <laughs> about loving and cheering the underdog. An underdog is a person in a competition or an event who is usually expected to lose or fail. Uh-oh. Haven't we all been an underdog at some point? Oh, yeah. Of course, Rocky, uh, the movie, there's the biggest underdog of all, I guess. The ultimate, right? yeah. And how about the character cart- the, uh, cartoon character, Underdog? You mm-hmm. guys ever watch him? Oh, Underdog! Yeah. There is no need to fear. Underdog is mm-hmm. here. And he was wearing underwear. Yeah. yeah. And who did the voice, Ted? Wally Cox. Wally oh, Cox. Oh, yes, that's right. And that brings up one more interesting tidbit. He was on the Hollywood Square. Who, yeah. who was Wally Cox's best friend? I have no idea. 
Marlon Brando. Yeah, they were buddies. They were no. no. They were apparently intellectually they were on the same wavelength. And, oh, that's because there wild. was some speculation that they may have been a gay couple. Wow! But I guess Brando came out and said, "No, no, we we just enjoyed each other's company. They thought it, they were funny, and oh, they hung that's out. That's great. That's great. Marlon Brando and Wally Cox, <laughs> two of the most opposite personalities you, you can think of. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. There's your. We've got a lot yeah, of a lot of wisdom here. A lot of wisdom this morning uh, because you know, I guess it's Friday. Yeah. Are you going to post a picture of this on your Facebook page? Uh, somebody I, took a photo. Uh, Tony Deucing took a photo. I've got it somewhere. Uh, I think I can get it. I think you got to stick it on. So you got to post it. All right, I will. Yeah, just I, for you, Don. I appreciate. Remember, that. Remember, don't tread on me. It's a beautiful piece of it's art. It's a beautiful piece of art. Six fifty-five. Stephen Ted coming up at seven o'clock. Top of the hour news. Where you find your fine art? Matt Field Green. Matt Field Green. <laughs> or, or Bucky's. Or Bucky's. Yeah. Senate approves stopgap spending measure to avoid shutdown. That story and more news coming up at seven o'clock. Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, Investment Advisory Services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Fortis Advisors is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.